0: Welcome to commission impossible i am scott fish here with me as always is the godfather of dynasty ryan mcdowell i should come up with a new name every time ryan for you yeah please do come on <laughs> all right all right I'll, do, I'll i'll try to figure out something yeah, we'll for next work
1: on that uh
0: we've become known for our commissioning over the years got together started a podcast help other commissioners out if you're new to the show All episodes are pretty evergreen, which means you can do what many people do and binge them. You can go to commishpod.com, and there's an episode list there with like little notes of what's in each episode. That might help you out if you're looking for something specific. If you want to send us an email, we read almost every email on air, commishpod at gmail.com. Now on to the show. Oh, man, Ryan, we only did uh, one this last week.
1: It was a, a one, it was a long one, though. Disappointing. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was an hour-long one, and uh, we we basically got caught up, and then more people emailed, and we might get caught up again today. Like uh, it could happen. Uh, so. I don't have it. I don't have anything on the Twitter spheres. Do we want to start with uh, the first email? Let's do it. All right.
1: This Let's... is Ben from Wisconsin. It looks like a follow-up to a previous email. Uh, that, we appreciate those. Yeah, uh, he says thanks for reading my past email. Uh, unfortunately, I had just done the dispersal without including the rookie picks earlier this week.
0: I remember this one. This was an email where he asked, "What's the best way to disperse rookie picks uh, <laughs> when you have several new owners doing a dispersal?" And we said, "You oh, put yes. them in uh, the dispersal." Yes,
1: yes. Um, he I did remember.
0: not like. Mm-hmm. We we were just a little late. I think I
1: think I remember we read the date and we were it was only like a week off, but somehow yeah. we still missed it. Uh, He says it actually turned out pretty well. I think we ended up with two playoff contenders and a middle of the road team. I'll let you know how the season goes with the new teams. Thanks for the input on expansion. I'll probably expand. uh, I will probably expand number being protected or increase protected ADP. I might even do a few mock expansions to see what kind of teams I get. Not a bad idea. So just to follow up, we appreciate that from Ben. Glad things went well and Sorry, we, we we missed that one barely. I, I I don't think we. I I want to believe, and I'm not sure, but
0: I feel like he emailed in after he'd already done the dispersal. Like I'm I'm just gonna guess that because we were, we were we got on that quick,
1: like within a week. It, it couldn't be our fault. I know that's yeah, it, not it, our fault. Definitely uh, not us. You never know. Uh,
0: <laughs> but it, it, we're so much better in the past. We're we're that's pretty true. caught up. Ben from Wisconsin. Thanks for writing in. uh Pat Wright from Ontario. I wonder if this is QB Pat Wright on Twitter. I believe that's a or Pat Wright QB, something like that. Yeah, probably. Hey guys, I commission a home league. When doing a second chance draft, do the owners private message me declaring they want in, or is it public knowledge? I'm worried a team will declare for the draft, see a very weak team, and pull out of the draft. Ryan
1: McDowell, this
0: is your area.
1: Yeah, so I mean i I've always made that um private or um anonymous. I almost said unanimous. That would yeah. that, that would be a fun second <laughs> chance draft, a unanimous one. Yeah. No. Uh I, I make that anonymous be, because really of what Pat is referring to here. I don't want I don't want one team's decision to affect another team. Um yeah. what they what they do know about, what everyone in the league knows about, is that um, any orphan teams, right? Yeah. Any orphan teams will be part of the, uh, they'll be part of the dispersal uh, or the second chance draft. But uh, other than that, I don't want one team's or one owner's decision affecting anyone else. So, yeah. because of that, I keep it private. Um, as far as emailing or private messaging me or, or private messaging the commissioner, um. That depends. For me, it depends on if I am considering second-chancing myself, yes. uh, my, my own team. So if I know, um, if I know I'm not going to, then I'll I'll probably still just take the uh, take the teams personally myself. Yep. If I am considering it or, or if my, t- my team is kind of middle of the road, then I might ask someone outside of the league. I've, I think I've done that with you before, Scott. Yep. Uh, I've done
0: it at least twice with two different commissioners. That yeah. I've, I've been the
1: third-party person. Um, so that's how I would handle it. Now, I have had some people, some commissioners say they think it's better if it's public and they want, they want teams um, – being impacted by others. And, and maybe if a good team jumps in, maybe others would then jump in themselves. So I wouldn't argue strongly against that. I think that's that's fine to do it that way.
0: Yeah, I I can see it either way. The the private, I, I would probably do like you do, Ryan, the private, unaffected way. Um, but I can see putting a post on the message board and being like, okay, deadline is, uh, 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Declare in this thread whether or not you're going to be in it. You can back out, or you can jump in, or back out all you want. But once that deadline hits, who is whoever is in is in. You know, I can see I can see doing it either way. Um, I, yeah, I I'm guessing there's pros and cons to both.
1: Yeah, and his concern about uh, one team seeing another team jump in and, and then changing their mind. If you do it publicly, I think you almost have to. Uh, you almost have to say once you're in, you're in. You can't, you can't flip flop. So right, okay, sure. yeah. Once once you declare, you're locked in.
0: Sure. Uh, that was Pat Wright from Ontario. Uh, Josh with the Flug League RBA. Yes. Um, one of our favorites. I, yeah. Good day, gentlemen. I don't think this has ever been addressed on the pod. We'll we'll find out. Uh, what do you guys think the is the ideal roster spots and scoring for IDP players in Dynasty Leagues? We do one DLDE, one LB, and one CBS. So uh, basically one lineman, one linebacker, and one defensive back. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would hit up Tom Kisslingberry on yeah. Twitter. He's got a spreadsheet that you can format yourself to decide the optimal scoring for whatever lineup you're doing. Um, I used it just recently to, I'm going to start, we're going to start doing some IDP leagues on safe leagues. And I just used it recently and it was pretty dang cool. I will say, I don't know that there's an ideal when you're only starting three, <laughs> like starting one linebacker is like st- starting one running back, you know, yeah. it's just a, I don't know that you can really go right or wrong when you're starting so few. It's, it's kind of just an add on supplemental novelty, fun thing at that point.
1: Right. That's what, that's what I was going to say. I'm, uh, I mean, first of all, I've, um, I think I've only played in one IDP league, did not, didn't last too long with that. Honestly, I've certainly never commissioned any, so I'm not too much help from that standpoint. Tom is definitely the person you want to hit up. Um, uh, but what I do know is like you said, Scott playing in with guys like Tom, the IDP diehards would tell you if you're just doing one from each position like this, or, I mean, I've seen some leagues that just play one IDP yeah. you know, they call, yep. they, one, one total IDP player. Yep,
0: I've but, seen the one, the three, just three yeah. of any. Yeah.
1: So I, I think, Again, there's no right or wrong way to do things, but it's it, what you, you enjoy, and yeah,
0: may, maybe you don't have the knowledge to want to play something deeper. But I'm just saying, the scoring with only three probably doesn't matter a ton unless yeah. unless you're going crazy with it. Um But yeah, I would, I would, I would reach out to Tom on. Tw- I know, I know, Josh is on Twitter here, so I, I just, I'd reach out to Tom. There's other guys like Adam, Adam TZ, uh, Sticky Board Adam, and there's. There's lots of IDP guys on Twitter. Gary Davenport, um, Mm -hmm. at Fantasy Sharks, uh, at Fantasy Shark, I think. At IDP Shark, that's what it is, at IDP Shark. Um, Those are good guys to ask, something like that. Uh, But I don't think you can go wrong if you're only starting three. Um, I'm only in one IDP league myself, Ryan. It's uh, Jamie Eisenberg's uh, Analyst League. And it's, (laughs) it's a really good group, but man... I I'm outmatched consistently on the IDP side. It's guys who really know IDP and, and a couple of us in it are just in it to like, keep that, you know, small knowledge base. Yeah. You know, like if I wasn't in that IDP league, I think I'd have way less knowledge of defensive <laughs> players. Um, uh, This, this next one's
1: phew, no, it's not, not that long. Uh, you're up. All right. Well, since you took two in a row, I'll take this. Did one. I take two in a row? Uh-huh. I wouldn't to say anything, but son of a monkey. <laughs> Next email comes from Stephen from Denver. Stephen says, "Heard the roto league you mentioned on the pod today. Uh, I do know that fan track says roto football is an option. I haven't done it yet, but I want to. It's exactly like baseball, where you have categories: pass yards, touchdowns, rush yards, and TDs. Uh, no head-to-head matchups. Awesome." Yeah. You know, it's crazy.
0: I like after he mentioned that, I'm like, I feel like I knew that. And we didn't mention it on the podcast to help that other guy. But hopefully that other guy is listening and he tries goes to see if he can, like, push what he does into fan tracks is uh, the way they, you know, they're yeah, see if they're a match, see if see if it'll work. That would, that would be interesting. Then he would save so much time. He could be online. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for Denver. Um, do you want to read the next one just to? just to No, no, no. Cu- no, no. Oh, <laughs> I see how it goes. All right. All I right.
1: wouldn't hey- do that to you, Scott.
0: <laughs>
1: oh-, oh, <monopol Repeat> Le- <laughs> oh, Ryan. Better than me, be it always.
0: Hey, guys. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Kevin from Cincinnati here. I'm a big fan. Love the content. And congrats on getting caught up. Oh, we're so happy about it, too, Kevin. I'm preparing to create a second Dynasty League this off scene and one that will pre- be pretty different from my current league. I'm intrigued by the idea of a league with two copies of each player. But there are details I'd like some clarification on. I plan on it being a 20-team league with a blind bid startup auction. So John Bosch was on here talking about Fog of War mm-hmm. yep. uh, a few episodes back and how they do that. Um, oof, man, that is one format that sounds interesting that I never want to play in. <laughs> Totally agree Sounds interesting, I am never going to jump in one of those (laughs) Are there any special rules For the draft? I'm under the assumption That there can only be one player per Ten team conference If so, do I do two separate drafts For each conference, or is there another way to do it? You can do it either way, actually, on MFL You can have both players Be available to both both, uh, Divisions, conferences Or you can have them separated Um, And there's no right or wrong way, it's just your preference
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, uh, I think the, your capitalist pigs leagues and my kitchen sink leagues, I I think a lot of times get kind of grouped together because there are so many similarities, but one of the big differences is, um, is this that you, you basically run it as a multi uh, copy league with um, pretty much one big league where, where I split mine and have two separate conferences that basically act as two different leagues. Um, so this is what um, this is what Kevin is describing. That in my leagues, in the kitchen sink leagues, each player can only be on uh, one right. roster per conference. So we have we we have essentially two separate twelve team leagues that meet for the championship at the end of the year in capitalist pigs leagues and a lot of other and and I guess what what you could say has become your typical multi-copy player league it's wide open so Mm -hmm. the really the only the only regulation is you can't own two copies of the same player um
0: i'm so mad they got rid of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) it didn't last long but i was gonna
0: say a little backstory on that is they used to allow it about 2015 or so and before but it was a glitch that mfl fixed
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh contacted them. What happened to it? Oh, we fixed that. It was a glitch. Son of a monkey. <laughs>
1: Bring mother. it back.
0: Yes, we loved it. Uh if only one pl- player is allowed per conference, how does that affect trading? Can a b- player be traded
1: from one conference to the other? Ryan, that's that's yours. That's a no. They cannot. Um in fact, in in the newest version of of the kitchen sink league kitchen sink five or kitchen sink. My original idea for that was to, to have the four separate conferences, but to switch teams around in uh, to switch the conferences around each year. And I quickly realized that was not going to work because of this, Uh, that if you want to have two or four or however many separate conferences acting as separate leagues, then you cannot trade between conferences and you also can't really make any movements in those uh, in those conferences from year to year. So um, I, I mean, I would say probably just the wide open version is, is what you would want to do. Uh, I think the kitchen sink leagues are, um, you know, I think we're in the minority with the way we handle things. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you're talking about okay. multi-copy leagues, you know, most most multi multi-copy leagues are one big league. You can still have divisions and you but you and you can still trade within those divisions. Um but but you don't have as many restrictions with trades, with things like that. Uh for scheduling, do you only play inside your own
0: conference? Yes, I believe that's true for both of ours. Um yeah. I don't even think the MFL allows you to play games outside of it. Uh, are you trying to avoid out of conference? Well, yeah, uh, I don't think you can do it. Uh, same player playing against himself in my in the in the multi-copy where trading you can trade throughout both conferences. That happens in Ryan's that doesn't happen. I don't believe.
1: Right. Right. It never, never really can happen. Well, that ha- it happens in the, in the in the playoffs. Right. In the playoffs or in the basically in the title game. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's it. Yeah,
0: in the same light, how do playoffs usually work as far as number of teams and the schedule? Uh, you know what? This I'm gonna let you handle this as well. for For most uh, for most of the leagues I see on MFL, when you do it automated, it stays within the division or conference, and and then you can you know like make a a final final by yourself. MFL doesn't have an option for it, I don't believe. Maybe actually, I think you can you can make an MFL final. Uh, you know, with an extra playoff bracket. Yes, but, you can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, you're right. It just does. It, it requires an additional playoff bracket. Yep. Um, and, and the playoffs still work the same. We still do the, uh, I mean, those are 12 team leagues and we have six making the playoffs and six not. Um, the only, uh, the only difference there is we have to start the playoffs a week earlier than most yep. because we have that, that extra game. At the end. So, uh, those playoffs in my league start in week 13.
0: Which has only been a problem for bye weeks once I believe in my entire life.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I believe it was the Titans and the Browns. Does that sound right? About two, three years ago. Something. Yeah, like that. I think
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: It's, it's almost never a thing that there's week 13 buys, but one year it did happen. um, uh, apologies for long winded questions. Thanks for all you do. No, no, not a problem. I'm sure there are lots of people out there listening that are thinking about multi copy leagues and they have similar questions and want to hear uh Ryan and I go through um some of those finer details. Uh, whew, this one looks a little longer. Um, <laughs> is it mine to read this time? It is, I think it is um no i read the last one
1: <laughs> i was trying to give it to you, you all right of, <laughs> next question son of a monkey comes from eric from livermore california i uh, mm-hmm. love your show i'm a diehard dynasty player i'm in five leagues all with different fun rules and structures to them i commissioned one league it's pretty basic setup aside from some scoring rules uh, we're going into our third season uh, let's see. Twenty-five man rosters, five man taxi for only rookies. They can be promoted, demoted, unlimited times. Uh, kept on taxi through their second season, but if activated as a sophomore, they're no longer eligible. Okay, that all sounds pretty good. He pretty shares that up too. Shares his yes, yep. Shares the starting lineup, uh, which looks pretty basic as well. Um, some unique scoring settings. It's not PPR, but they do. A uh, half point per first down. Yay, Scott likes that. One point. <laughs> oh, let's see what you think about this one, Scott. One point per explosive play. An okay. explosive play is any rush or reception going for twenty yards or more. Okay, uh, it's basically all, bonuses. Is... Right. All turnovers are uh, three points or or negative three points, uh, that, or positive three points for the for the defense. Uh, and quarterbacks get a three-point bonus if their NFL team wins the game. Ooh. Oh, Q, QB wins. QB wins. <laughs> nice. All right. So I I like that. Um, I mean, I would say it's those interesting. are yeah, those are things that. uh I mean, I like anything to kind of sh- kind of shake up uh, the norm of yeah. of the league. Devin uh, Singletary would have been nice for those
0: explosive plays. That's year. true. That's he true. He was he was right up there with McCaffrey for. Explosive a place and he barely barely had Any touches
1: yeah uh, anyway Uh eric has a couple questions We have rookie picks available two years out So last season we had 20 2020 and 2021 sure. Picks available to trade Uh i thought when mfl rolled over we'd automatically Get the 22 picks but that did not Happen um Something's wrong
0: with your settings i think yep
1: Yep that that yep. should have happened uh, He said happened. we still have 20 2020 and 2021 picks available Um mm. I'm guessing okay. the 22 picks, 2022 picks, will become available after we have our rookie draft. Uh, they should already be there. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a set, you have a setting wrong somewhere. That 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 uh, that naturally happens. Um, I'm sure if you set the draft order, then imported the draft picks, it should have happened. I make sure you set that draft order, import the draft picks, and maybe go to the draft, um, the draft settings page, and look that over again, and just make sure that two years in advance is, is, selected and hit submit. Just, yeah, I don't know if there's a something with your league, but hitting submit again on that should, should make them pop up. Yeah. But that, that should have happened. That's yeah. That's, I, I don't know what's going on there without really digging into your league, but uh yeah, I would set your draft order, import the draft picks and then go to that draft settings page and, and make sure it says two years and hit submit. Just one, like, don't just sit there on it. Hit submit again, just in case I don't know, something was, wasn't right. It, it'll resubmit for you and, and then they should show up.
1: Eric's next question. We have a four round rookie draft. My rule is that teams need to go into the rookie draft with 25 total players and picks. Okay. Uh, so if a team did not trade any of their picks away, they would need to have 21 players or less going into the draft so there is room for the four draft picks. Okay. They acquired extra, they would need to cut extra, etc. cetera. Uh, one league member has complained about the rule, stating we should not have to drop any players before the draft, should be able to make those drops during the draft and free up room for the picks. Mm-hmm. Curious to know your guys' thoughts on this, what you've seen being the norm across leagues. Um, there's, there's, I would say there's not necessarily a norm. I think there are multiple options that are kind of accepted uh, one is what Eric does. However many draft picks you have, you drop that many players going in. Yeah. Um, I don't love that because that limits your ability to trade during the rookie draft. So if you acquire an extra pick and you're not allowed to, to drop players, then you also have to trade away a pick to bounce that out. Or if you trade away a pick, now you've dropped a player for no reason. I don't. I don't love doing it the way. Eric does. Um, another option is just to expand your rosters. So if you're shooting for um, 25 total players, maybe you hold your rookie draft and then a week later you, you drop down to 25. Uh, that I, I would say that's probably the norm. Uh, the, the temporary it's, expanded it's to tell what
0: the norm is. Yeah. I think yeah. your opening statement was right. I'm not exactly sure. Cause we've seen it all in, all these ways, and we've seen them all tons of times. So, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I will but,
1: say what what I do in my leagues, where we have drafts, the the hyperactive leagues, probably are not the best way to do it. It's just kind of the way we've always done it, and it's worked out. Uh, is it we, draft, draft and drop? Just it's it's draft drop, and drop. drop and draft. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, drop and draft. Technically, yeah. Um, but we also allow veterans to be drafted. Yeah. So,
0: that's more common than you think actually. I mean, that's I, I pretty could, common.
1: I, I mean, I see the reason people might not like that. You know, if you're dropping if you're dropping a veteran in the late third round and somebody with a fourth round pick gets to draft them. Yep. I can see why that would be an issue. Honestly, and we've been going uh almost 15 years now in the Hyperactive Leagues and it hasn't really been an issue. Nope. nope, nope. Nobody has complained and I guess we have, we have fairly deep rosters and uh, you can only draft veterans with third or fourth round picks. So it probably just hasn't really mattered. Yeah. Uh, That's the way I like to do things. If you're not, if your draft is rookie only, I mean, you can't draft veterans, then I absolutely think that's the way you should do it.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I've seen the you know, you drop and draft if you drop a veteran, like if you drop a veteran, maybe they're locked till after the draft, or maybe you can pick them up right away. Um, I've seen the you know, obviously, we've talked on the show about the dynasty versus keeper angle, but uh, the uh, um, going into the draft with uh, I think the reason to go into the draft with 21 players instead of 25 really shouldn't be. I want to make sure I have the open spots for my rookie players. Cause you can drop a draft and do that. I think the reasoning should be it's cause we're also drafting veterans and you want all these teams to drop four veterans into the pool for that draft, you know? So um, like, I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I get that you like it. I'm, I tend to lean with the other guy. I I, I feel like I like true dynasty where you, you get to keep all your players and if you don't if you're at a draft pick, you can decide, do I wanna keep my player or do I wanna make this pick? I'm not forced to cut beforehand. I I, I get the argument a little bit more though, as Ryan said and, and I kinda said too, that if it's a rookie plus free agent draft, basically what you're saying is keep twenty one players, we're gonna add some free agent we're gonna add some veterans to this draft pool. Um, that I get. But if it's rookie only, I I hate to say it. I think I'm with your friend <laughs> that this you should be walking into that draft with 25 and, and making the decisions on the fly. And like Ryan said, uh, it can, it can help with trading. It helps activity a little bit more. I think we got all that. I think we covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm not by any means saying that, you know, tro- dropping the number of picks, like dropping the number of players versus the picks you have, is wrong. I'm just saying I, I'm not I'm not a fan of it. It's it's definitely a way people do it. It's it's kind of a weird way too, right? If you think about it, Ryan, right? Like let's say you draft drop four players to twenty one and you did that because you have four picks. But what if you trade a pick away? Then you've traded it then you've then you've all then you've like doubled down. You've traded away a pick and you had to cut a player that you didn't you wouldn't have had to. Yeah. So yeah. yeah I'm just yeah, I'm not not in love with that format. It's not wrong. It's it's a way to do it. It's and people love the formats they love. Um, but I would be with your friend. I I would just keep the 25 and make the decisions on the fly. Uh, Eric from California with that one. Oh, there's a PS. I'd like to give a shout out to my buddy, Matt, same guy complaining about having to drop. So apparently Matt, we're <laughs> on your side. Uh, Matt created a very fun league that uses a salary cap, but is not the traditional salary cap league. I hear you guys talk about the league is very unique and very active. We are going into year six and I am the reigning champ. If my email wasn't so long, I tell you more about Matt's league, but for now I just wanted to give him a shout out for it. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for Eric from California and, uh, once again, there really isn't a norm. I we've seen many of these ways we just discussed many times in many 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 leagues. I'm not sure that there's a specific norm, but uh, very cool uh, league. Sounds like uh, Matt's Matt's created a, a a pretty fun one there. All right, this one's mine, right? Yes, yes, uh, John from Buffalo. Where are we? Yeah, John from Buffalo. League. Oh, this is a league idea, a league draft idea. I have cut out the subject line of the uh email, but I remember this. League has one draft. At the end of the draft, you get two identical teams in two separate leagues. One league will be a normal best ball league with no transactions. The other will be redraft league with transactions, had to have matchups, playoffs, etc. Redraft league will have playoffs and week 15. The champion of the league redraft league will face the best ball team with the most points over the entire season week 16 to crown the champion. Second place redraft team will face the second place, best ball team third place. So on uh, basically it's, you know, you draft one team one. It has a best ball league and one and you play the other out, but it's the same team. Uh, I like it. I've I've uh I've seen the uh, I, I've even heard of uh, people doing this and having two different owners take over the two different leagues and seeing mm. how the, how the, how the teams shape out with two different owners, which, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I have heard of uh, something similar to this. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen it. I've just heard of it you know, that we get that a lot, Ryan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have people throw things at us and we never see it play out, but we feel we hear about it. Um best ball team will have a normal re- uh, plan, blah, blah, blah. league idea came from an argument in his home league over who was the best at drafting and who was the best at in-season moves. This would kind of settle that argument, right, Ryan? <laughs> I would think so, yeah. yeah. That's one way to do it. Um, you like it? Any, any rule changes you would think on that? Uh, I, I don't even know that you need to have the redraft team's play the best ball teams in the playoffs at the end. Uh, uh, no, I think, I think you just, I think you, I've no, ne- I've that I've never heard of. What I've heard of is having your redraft team do a best ball version on the side. I've yeah. never, I've never heard of them combining. Um,
1: no, I don't know that you neither need neither. to. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's a cool idea. Um, y- You'd almost think that, the first place, second place, and third place basketball teams would almost always beat the redraft uh, first, second, and third, right, Ryan? Because they're rocking a basketball lineup. I mean, like, they, they can't
1: screw up their lineups, right? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, I mean, there would have to be a surprising number of impact waiver-wire players in that in that year. For that to happen.
0: And and the teams at the end to get most of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah but, I mean, yeah, you never know, I guess. But uh, I don't know, know that you necessarily need to have the redraft teams play against the best ball teams. I think you can just have it be two separate things, and it kind of settles the argument. And uh, then you get, like, two trophies instead of one, and, like, two league champions. And I don't know, maybe that's... I don't know. I like it though. I like the idea. Uh, John from Buffalo. Ryan, last email.
1: My turn. We're going to be caught up again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know who this one's from. We're going to read it though.
0: I will try to find it while you're. Oh, I actually do know who it's from. It's from George
1: Reed, our buddy George Reed from. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Breaking, George breaking breaking the grind breaking from the grind. George says, Hey, Scott and Ryan, I have a question on how you would handle position eligibility. It's kind of been a hot topic lately. Yes. He said, I'm currently in a 32 team, single copy player, full IDP league. We have a roster limit on how many quarterbacks people can own. An issue has arisen aris- over the news. ESPN will allow Taysom Hill to be a tight end and a fle- and flex eligible this season. Since this news, the Taysom Hill owner has drafted a third quarterback. he had, he had gone to the commissioner prior to drafting the third quarterback and asked if Taysom Hill would get tight end eligibility as well and was told yes. Hill, will, Hill has also been manually switched to a tight end in this league. Because, the league. because of the league size, some feel this gives the Hill owner an advantage and allows him to roster uh, three quarterbacks through a loophole as Hill's listed as a quarterback in almost all leagues. How would you or how should we handle this? I mean for me this one's real easy. I revert or I default to whatever league I'm playing on. So as as far as yeah, I the know, whatever host, whatever Right, host. right. Um as far as I know on my fantasy league, uh Taysom Hill is still a quarterback. Yep. Uh so that's if George if, if you're playing on MFL, then that's what I would roll with. Um if you're playing on ESPN, obviously you have Uh, you have some options and, and if the league is hosted on ESPN, then, and Hill has tight end flexibility there or or tight end eligibility, I should say. um, Then I think this was the right decision. If you're playing on MFL, I don't think it was the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I'm surprised that the commission manually
0: adjusted Hill to the tight end already. Um, But that's what ESPN announced and they're playing on ESPN. I, I'm the same as you. I go by the hosts player designations. It's very simple and clean cut and easy to say in the bylaws. I'm not going to change things. I'm not responsible for their position and, and IR designations and all that stuff. Uh, It's, it's on the host and their data providers. Um, That's, that's where I always lean on these things. Uh, But, I can see how in a 32 teamer, that that gives a lot of people can make can upset a lot of people having yeah. a basic. But let's be honest, Taysom Hill has thrown what like 10 career passes. You know, I I know that he's he's played quarterback and he's and he's racked up some quarterback stats, but he's barely been a quarterback even then. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he. The problem arises if he gets moved to quarter, like he if he becomes the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I think that's when the problem arises. And then maybe then you say, hey, buddy, you have to drop or trade a quarterback by X date because Taysom Hill is a quarterback now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you have a league with these types of limits, yeah. you're, going, you're going to, honestly, you're just going to ha- have those problems from time to time. They've been... Uh, they've been very rare over the years. We we know the the Marcus Colston uh, example. He entered the league, and I believe it was on Yahoo. He was uh, listed as a tight end, and was although he was he was drafted as a wide receiver. He played wide receiver, of course, throughout his his career. Mm-hmm. But that first year, his rookie season, he was a major advantage to to people who play in Yahoo leagues. Yep. Because he was listed as a tight end, yeah, and um, and then more recently we had uh, Ty Montgomery switch from wide receiver to running back mid year. We've had the two rookies this year, uh, Antonio Gibson and Lynn Bowden, be switched from wide receiver to running back. So again, you're it it kind of stinks, but in this format when you have uh, when you have roster limits, position limits,
0: especially a thirty two teamer.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're just you're gonna you're... run to it.
0: you're gonna run into it.
1: Yep. Uh
0: Ryan, do you wanna end the show talking about those week seventeen ideas for two minutes?
1: Let's do it.
0: Well, yeah, if we do this, I think we're we're basically done. We're all caught up for with everything. I love it. Um so people the NFL might have seventeen game schedule, eighteen week season. In the next couple of years. It's in the CBA. It's not going to be this year.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know how they would squeeze in an extra game this year.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping they can squeeze in we'll, 12.
1: We'll, we'll be happy with any games.
0: Yes. Uh, but uh, the ideas of Week 17, what to do with a Week 17 schedule. Mike Sood says, keep the same. Week 17 and 18 do nothing because we don't know how they're going to handle it. Maybe that teams treat it like week 17 only for 2 weeks you know Sean Coffey says 12th team league three divisions of four play in division twice each all of the teams each once playoffs are weeks 15 through 17 so this apparently this scheduling works out really well for 12 team leagues in three divisions of four um, that's uh, it's good to know that there's a you know a possible really nice easy simple 14 week schedule out there for uh, a 12-team league. Ben Wild Wild says, keep as is. Week 17 and 18 do nothing. Seems to be a common theme out of the first three here. Mike Hawk, do you like how I had to make sure to get a nice pause in there? (laughs) Mike Hawk, same as Sean for 12-teamers, this is my notes. He didn't say. He didn't write in. Same as Sean. <laughs> I paraphrased all their emails. Uh, for twelve teamers, for fourteen teamers, do a thirteen week regular season, and uh, fourteen through seventeen do two week playoffs. So yeah, I see that. Uh, Sam Giles or Giles, keep it the same until we see what the NFL coaches do with those two weeks. Agreed. I'm not agreed, but you're in agreement with a couple of these other people. Stephen Treble. He based it on a 19-week, two-by-week schedule, which is supposedly not happening, so I eliminated it, and I just said that for no reason on the air. Uh, <laughs> David Christopher says, same schedule but have a two-week championship. This was a very common one, right, Ryan, when when all that yep. talk was about? Uh, just just do everything exactly the same except for the championship, have it be a two-weeker. Um, that seems like the most common ideas are keep it as is, do nothing week 17 18 or keep it as is but do a two week championship seem like the absolute two easiest ways to handle a week 17 um thomas harris wrote in he laid out schedules for me for week for 8 teams 10 teams 12 teams and 16 game schedule of 16 teams ryan unfortunately he had a championship game going into week 18 in all of his schedules oh. So i i I'm not going to go through them on the air because I'm already hesitant to have games on week 17 in the new schedule. I'm yeah. definitely not having them on week 18.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. I agree. I, I I do think that's going to be one of the big decisions. Is do we involve week 17? And right. of course, we've known up until now. We that's an easy no. Uh, but now that it's now that it's not the final week of the regular season, I think it becomes a tougher decision. I don't think it's, I, I don't think, I don't think there's an easy answer either way, honestly.
0: Yep. Yep. Yep, I'm I'm with you. Uh, the last one is Gary from Florida. Also the same as the others with the 12 team, four divisions of three. Play everyone once. Play everyone in your division twice. It works out perfectly for a 14 week schedule, with 15 through 17 being the playoffs. Um, so there's some options out there, but it seems like most people that Twittered, <laughs> tweeted at me or emailed had either keep the same week 17, 18 do nothing or keep the same two week championship. feels like that's probably the route to go to start. Um, We'll see what hosts allow. So that's all on that. Uh, People also do email and ask, and I know Eric uh, Flynn from Cork, Ireland, you have asked about it and other people have asked about uh, what to do. If there's a partial season, what to do if there's no season, I, I talked to, I actually, uh, you know Joe Bryant, right, Ryan? Sure. Owner of Football Guys. Yep. So I talked to him on the phone for about a half an hour. We were just catching up the other day. And uh, uh, they they have, you know, listener leagues, uh, Football Guys leagues and stuff. And I told him what Safe Leagues' plan is if there's a partial season, is if we know well enough in advance and MFL has like sets up some kind of schedule and there's like 12 weeks, maybe we do a schedule. But if we don't, we're just going to do total points. We're not going to deal with the schedule. It's just going to be two total points. So if you're worried about your league um, and there's partial, just a partial like 12 game schedule or 10 game schedule, eight game schedule, just make it total points for this year and, and move on. It's an easy way to still have the league. Um, you, you can have a head to head championship between the, the two that are leading the total points at that time, or you can figure out a playoffs or whatever, but it's easy to not deal with the schedule and just do total points. So that's what I'm looking at for partial season. Um, in uh, if no season, uh, I think the first option is roll over the fees to next year and uh, allow people refunds if they want them or not. If you're in home leagues, um uh if you're in keeper leagues, if people have dropped any players, allow them to pick them up, pick them back up and you can decide on keepers next year. Um as for rookie drafts next year, that is something we'll talk about on a later show, right Ryan? Cuz
1: <laughs> that's way cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean some of these it it it's frustrating because we we want answers, but really just like uh just like with everything that we've all been dealing with there there aren't any answers yet and we just have to wait and see so we don't know i mean we we can throw out some ideas what to do if if certain scenarios happen if certain scenarios play out but overall we are just um we don't know we, we don't know. We have to see what happens. We have to see if there is an NFL season, um, so one if thing there is, Eric, how many games are played, et cetera. Right. So one thing Eric mentioned is
0: postponing his rookie draft to the point that once the NFL decides there's no season, then just using that draft order for next year. Uh,
1: I mean, I don't love that as an option just because you you
0: just don't have a draft this year is what that means.
1: Right. Well, well, I I guess it depends. Um, I mean, potentially you're getting into um, people have, maybe people have traded 2021 picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You were, you were trading a pick, you know, maybe you thought this draft class was 10 players deep. So you traded your late first rounder and now, and now under that scenario, it's basically two combined draft classes. Right. Yeah, so exactly. That's tough. Yeah, I don't love that necessarily.
0: So a few of the ideas we brought up on Dynasty Blueprint for rookie draft. Same order as 2020. It's an option. Uh, ADP from December or January and take like a team average of the starters or the whole team. Try to figure out a way to use ADP to give teams a value and make an order out of that. And lastly, just uh, we'll we'll see what the NFL do, does because if they cancel the season, they're going to have to deal with the same thing. So see what they do and maybe figure it out from there. But I just thought I'd touch on a few of those things, um, be, because people keep asking. We're going to if this happens, we'll go into it more depth. But it felt like I could I couldn't. We we got to stop avoiding it and waiting. Just just throw a few things out there. Listen to the Dynasty Blueprint episode that Ryan and I did uh, and Matt Williamson. And uh we just gave you a few a few notes there, right? Anything else you want to add to that?
1: That's it for now.
0: Yeah, that's it for now. We we'll, we will we will come back with more if there's something actually legitimate on that front. Uh we will talk about it a bunch as will everybody. But for now, we don't want to jump too far. We don't want to put the cart in front of the horse too far. Uh that's that's really what it is. So, um uh maybe maybe formulate some plan of your own, let your let your leagues know, hey, this is a possibility, but that's about it. So um I guess that's it. Ryan, it was a good show. We are completely caught up. Zero emails. This doc will have zero things in it when when we get off the show here. Beautiful. It's it's amazing. Email us, commishpod at gmail.com, and uh we'll do another show. I guess it depends on your emails is really when, it, or if there's a topic that comes up. So uh, thanks for listening. Go back, binge listen to all of them. Follow me on Twitter, Ryan, uh, Scott, <laughs> follow me on Twitter, Ryan fc 23, follow Ryan on Twitter, scottfish 24. <laughs> Let's see if I get more followers though. <laughs> uh, email commission at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.